0: My name is Ivan Wesley, my company is Rebel Star Divination, and I'm a tarot and rune practitioner.
1: And I'm Christine from Wisdom Within the Winds, and I do intuitive
2: or card readings, Reiki, as well as chakra pendulum bouncing. Visit our sponsor, The Most Gifted Psychics. 866-228-2883 866-228-2883 and mention code word haute live to receive 10 minutes for just $10 100% satisfaction guaranteed uh, this week we have a uh, former guests that we had on the show before they've come back to update us on what they've been up to lately welcome guys Hello. Hi,
0: thank you for thank having you us coming.
2: thank you uh, quickly can you guys introduce yourselves who you are and a brief description of what you do
0: my name is Ivan Wesley my company is rebel star divination and i'm a tarot and rune practitioner and i also teach workshops as well
1: and i'm christine from wisdom within the winds and i do intuitive oracle card readings reiki as well as chakra pendulum dowsing
2: oh wonderful thank you so much for coming back to the show i know we had you recently um i think it was last season on the show so um thank you for joining us again i've been wanting to have you guys back and talk a bit about more in depth about what you guys do because you cover such a wide range of uh, in the field of paranormal you do like you said deviation you do ruins you do a whole bunch of different things i guess we'll start with ivan uh can you go into detail on sort of how you deal with your company what do you guys what do you do specifically
0: i been i started off the company it was the main focus was tarot cards and then eventually I, through studies i got into rune divination and really got into the deeper aspects and the magical aspects of the runes as well where it's become it ha- became a daily practice and a ritual for me um, with the runes, certain exercises, um, vocal exercises and, and a lot and lots of journaling and a lot of a lot of book reading. So uh, from that aspect, I branched out and started going into with confidence, doing uh, r- workshops, teaching runes, the basic of runes. I did one last year for the first time, which was a, was I was a bit nervous about, but it was a great turnout. And I was caught con- with the confidence from that and the success of last year's workshop. I'm doing it again this year. And, it, and I'm also working on extens- extension workshops now. Uh, those who've taken the intro to runes, I'm doing new projects that's gonna just continue the teaching and the learning process of runes for those who wanna know about it and who wanna go beyond the cheat sheets beyond the basic keywords of what the runes are and what they look like in, in a reading I'm getting to the workshop I'm working on now that's going to be ready this summer is I'm connecting the Norse mythology and the rune lore and from the Nordic poems to each rune now. So it will give you more meaning and more, more of a background behind um, the, the initial, the initial look of the rune and the initial keywords, I uh, i feel that online, on social media, a lot of people are just happy having the keywords saying, hey, I can read runes. I can make jewelry. I've seen people put runes on stuff and products are selling without even knowing what the runes are about. So that's what I'm doing. I've been focusing now on workshops for the future. But on on the side through Revelstar Divination, I also do tarot and rune readings online through e-readings. And I also combine both of them as well, too, to make the readings um, truly special.
2: Same question for you, Christine. Uh, Can you go into just a brief description of what you do for your side?
1: Uh, So for my business, my main offering that I give to clients is doing intuitive Oracle card reading. So I've been working with Oracle cards probably for about 30 years. So uh, they've been part of my journey for quite a long time. And then I'm just, I'm so grateful to be able to provide it for clients. So I just help connect to the angelic realm, uh, the client spirit guides and their higher self. Just to give them the information that they need to support them during their journey and growth
2: great so you guys both have your own separate ways of doing what you do but you also have combined together um i guess not really a new company but you guys do it together as well as one so which is i believe called hermit and the high priestess so can you tell me a little bit about how that came together what made you decide to join together
0: you want to explain it to me
1: you're the one that called it the beautiful fluke.
0: Yeah, it was a beautiful fluke. Uh, two years ago, we started doing Facebook Live. I think Christine won get over nerves and stage fight of being in front of the camera. I said, okay, let's, and I already did a few um, live Facebook readings myself. So I said, okay, let's try and do something together for the first time. And we actually talked about the night before doing a practice run mm-hmm. of me doing tarot readings and her with her oracle cards and angel cards and then combine them together and see if we came up with the same messages for the person so the night on facebook that we did it live uh live without a net we, we, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't we didn't practice it ended up being it being a success it was fun and we realized after and when when we were doing the, the hermit we didn't even call it the hermit and the high priestess at the time i don't think yeah or, we, just... And it, we just it's just like ivan christine wisdom with the winds rebel star tarot at the time my company name was hey, we're both going to do a combined reading, let's try it out. And we came up with a lot of similarities and connected with a lot of people asking us questions on Facebook Live that afterwards we realized, you know, let's do this. Let's provide a service from her website, my website, that lets us work together. It's 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 not a separate or a third company. It's just a service that we provide combining both our skills together.
2: So this is more of something that you do online or do you do it in person as well as something somebody can come see you both and get a reading from you both or is it mostly online readings?
1: Yeah, we currently do it online because I think that's more accessible for clients because we really enjoy the online readings because, you know, people don't have to travel anywhere. They can have the reading and the comfort of our own home. And then afterwards, what we do is we take a picture of the cars And then we'll also record the reading. So if they want to access it afterwards, because sometimes when you're taking in information, you kind of want to be in the moment. So people may not be able to write down everything at the time. So we'll record it and then afterwards send them the reading and then they can just take it all in again and look at their picture of the cards.
0: The only time we've actually done it in person was um, previous interviews or podcasts. We've done something in front of the Mm -hmm. host. that and plus considering too we just came out of three years of the pandemic as well too so yeah it's been mostly online like christine said we record the video the cut the client has a chance of watching on a secret youtube page that we have we send them the picture of of the cards uh, and the spreads and stuff and how it works is that the client will ask a question Want a general reading i'll start first i'll draw my cards my tarot cards and recently, I've been throwing in a surprise rune as well too. So I'll tell the the client what I have came up with with my tarot cards and the rune, and that gives a chance for Christine to channel any messages or any signs that she has and her oracle cards. So then, when I stop, then Christine will jump in with what she what she came up with with her cards and channel messages. And while she's doing that, I'm taking notes and I'm already cross cross-referencing what she comes over with. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's similar to what I'm talking about. And then we give a third reading, like a third result process of uh, combined on how, you know, the message has to be dead on because we both came up with it separately. And we're using different methods also too. I can't channel, I don't read Oracle cards. She doesn't do the same with the with the tarot it, 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 the tarot cards or, or with the runes. So it's 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 uh, quite an amazing process that, that we offer to our customers.
2: I think it's really unique. I don't think I've seen that actually too often at all that there's two people doing a reading for one person, like a client that comes to you. They both get both sides of it and if they cross and they confirm that, that's amazing that they can, I guess, to use that as a tool, like each other, to use each other as a tool to uh, clarify or verify the results.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, with with the process, exactly. um... Yeah.
1: It's always amazing how, because sometimes too, as Ivan's talking about, you know, he'll be with the client. Okay, this is what's coming through, the tarot. And there's already things that I've written down that I've channeled that he's saying to the client and it's already come through and I've written it down. So we're always like just amazed at just how parallel the messages and the energy that comes through is.
0: But she's speaking to the customer and she's about to say something and I already have the idea like because while she's doing that, I'm getting secondary messages from the tarot cards afterwards. I get to examine it more without without talking to the client right away because christine's already got the client occupied with her messages and i'm coming up with stuff and i'll write it in my notes and christine comes up bang right away after with what she came to them. i'm like i was just about to mention that you know it's like it's like it's like a freak out moment
2: <laughs> do you guys find that you feed off of each other when you do that do you feed off each other's energy and the reading that she's giving to the client
0: i think with us living together and that there we already know we, there's there's that feel that vibe that energy that common energy that that we share i just wish i had her gifts for the the psychic stuff And that i'm more i'm more street reading and she's from the astral from like from above Mm
2: -hmm. well there's different forms right so she has a gift and you have your gift as well so combine those two together and i think you guys are doing amazing work there so congratulations Thank thank you Um, how does it work with clients then? How do you start it? Um, does somebody come to you and say they want a reading, they book a reading and then you guys kind of meditate separately or do you do that part together as well to prepare for that reading or
0: we, I think we have our own separate, um, rituals and stuff we do. I mean, I, I, I meditate and get ready. Um, I draw certain runes on me. Um, you know with water like I'll take uh like a rune on Zeus which is a rune of communication and clear speech I'll dab my finger in some water and I'll actually draw it and vocally speak out the, um, the the rune name uh to get ready and I'll meditate Christine has her own way of getting ready as too which
1: yeah like i'll meditate with crystals just to help open my chakra especially like my third eye my crown chakra so i'll meditate i have sort of like a little invocation a little prayer that i say to help connect me to the angelic realm and the spirit guides and just get that that support so yeah we both have sort of our sort of sacred sort of like rituals and meditations that we do and then that way as soon as we come together it's like It's, it's amplified <laughs> also
0: also be our, our card clearing our card cleaning yeah so, dude, we, we don't about. want any any vibes from the previous client as well too so we'll like uh we'll like the uh, like Palo Santo or, or or a certain incense stick and run our cards through it and just get everything all cleansed because christine uses like what three or four decks during the reading mm-hmm. where i'm using just one in 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 um in my rune set so That's all right. That seems to be our common setup, which takes about a half hour. And and then you're hoping the customer actually shows up.
2: (laughs) Well, that's the other part of it, right? You're hoping that your message is there for a reason. You don't want just to be preparing all this stuff together and then not have to do it. But there's always a reason for that too. There must be a reason if something doesn't connect to, you. but how often do you guys do this kind of work? Is it just when you have a customer that wants a reading or do you do have a regular schedule that you do online readings for people or?
1: It would
0: be sweet if we actually had a regular, I mean, to be honest, I know not a lot of people are honest and, and embellished. Hey, I'm booked. I'm solid. I'm booked already. Like the month ahead of that, there will be honest. It comes in once in a blue moon for both our businesses. Really? Um, on average, we'll we'll be lucky if we get at least like one to three paid readings a month i think with the herman high priestess too even though we offer discounts people are intimidated with two people in front of the camera listening to the person's problem or their question and that and we we just we just want people to to feel more at ease and to know in advance hey we're not like two complete strangers we're both here to help you out with, with a common messaging goal and helping you out because i know a lot of people don't have that experience going on a, a camera and, and it's like a confession booth at, at a church or whatever and talking about it. So we want people to feel at ease. Um, during the winter time, I began a lot more e-reading requests through my business, like whether it's a, a tarot, rune combined e-reading or just a rune reading. I mean, those are fun to do. They're pretty They're pretty cheap, but uh, for actual readings in, in person, it, it, come, it comes in once in a blue moon. But during that downtime in between readings, we've been busy um, with our own projects and studies. And in the meantime, just to fill in the gaps and, and better improve ourselves. So we'll have something better off for the customer in the, in
2: the meantime. Yeah, so what kind of things have you been working on besides putting together Hermit and the High Priestess? Like, Do you have other side projects as well that you've been doing? You
0: want to start with yours?
2: Sure, yes.
1: Yeah, so I've actually uh, been working on my mediumship skills. So it's something that I was always interested in, but I kind of knew there was other things that of my spiritual journey that I needed to focus on first. So I've been working on that and also too, just always reading, just reading books on like energy work and even you know crystals. Like I've taken you know multiple crystal certifications, but I still love reading about crystals. So just yeah, always reading, always studying. And I'm also I just recently actually launched an Etsy shot because I'm actually working on sort of like workbooks and journal books that is meant to help people so along with their journey and the growth. So I've been working on that. So I'm really excited about that.
2: Sure. Uh, tell people what your shop name is called on Etsy so they can find you.
1: It's exactly the same name as my business, Wisdom Within the Winds. So hopefully it shows up on Etsy because sometimes uh, their, their stuff doesn't work very well. But people just search wisdom within the wind sort of as like one, one word. It one word. That's yet. the only way I
0: could find it as one word. I tried to do it individually and it never showed up. And I said, like, Christine, your site is not working, <laughs> but but it's always one word. Yeah.
2: I think that's the way Etsy works for some reason. I tried that myself and had the same issues.
0: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. How about you, Ivan? Have you been doing any other projects besides your rune workshops or?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm currently working on another workshop, which is going to be like a part two extension of my current intro to runes workshop by, uh, I'm I'm dealing out now. This this new workshop I'm really excited about. The the Runes workshop I did um that's coming up and I did last year. I thought that was info packed. This one is gonna be a lot more mind blown. I'm taking if you already know the basic of runes or taking my workshop. This second one, I might call it um Rune Lore or Rune Lore or Norse mythology. I'm still trying to come up with the title, but I'm connecting the Norse mythology, the gods, the goddesses. The sub characters of 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 uh, Norse mythology and from the rune poems and the Icelandic poems, and putting them attaching them to each rune. So you're gonna learn the rune lore. You're gonna learn more more than just the key the key words from the intro to runes course. This next workshop is gonna be one rune. I think I'm down to like five or six different characters to talk about in their brief stories and that, and just to show my source work. I'm working with is from these books from my library alone, going back and forth. So. Uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. That should be ready for the summer. My uh the ruin Lord Norse mythology workshop. It's I'm really excited because once I got into it, it, it just it was like a can of worms. It's just it, it just got bigger and bigger. And I think this is gonna be my my biggest workshop yet um to offer. I'm very excited about it. And besides that, like I said during my downtime, like you saw the books, <laughs> you saw the books I have. From, from part of my library. I'm, I'm just reading and keeping Indigo chapters busy with sending me more books to to keep reading. And I do read it from front to back. <laughs> I don't just look for key things and put it back in. I I read it from front to back. And there's a an nice Icelandic Sagas book I'm reading now. And it's like 700 pages. It's thick like this. And uh, I just love it. I just love it. And with that effort, hopefully it's something that I can offer customers in the future and, and show how much passion that i had in teaching and the passion i have in doing the tarot and rune readings and that and hopefully it would be my actual day job
2: (laughs) well let's hope so i mean like you both have the passion for what you guys do and i think it shows that with combining first of all separate businesses into one business I think that shows how much passion you have and that you want to move forward even further. So I'm sure it will take off for you guys. So can you yes. talk a little bit about the history of the ruins? Maybe people might be interested in just a brief history of what they are. Maybe they don't know what ruins are or how to work with them. Maybe talk a little bit about that.
0: A misconception is people thinking or calling them Viking ruins or think only Vikings came up with it. Vi- the Viking Age really was from 700 AD to 1000 uh, where runes came in way before that uh the earliest artifacts they in fact 2 months ago they just found something recently that dates back to 150 to 250 BC before that it, it was 150 uh, BC but the newest stuff that they found goes even further back in, another 100 years and runes is basically it's an alphabet system uh, which is tied to what i mentioned before with rune lore stories symbology and that and it, and it's something that started with the, the Germanic tribes, and when the Germanic tribes started to migrate more towards the north, towards England, Wales, and then over over to Sweden, uh, that alphabet set has transformed into other different alphabet sets. Similar to the to the original rune set that I'm talking about it was called Elder Futhark, the oldest of the rune systems, and then it branched off to the younger Futhark, and then the Anglo Saxon runes and um yeah so people thinking it started with the vikings and it's like and no it's, it was way before that that viking period was only like 400 years that we're talking about a, a thousand plus years of runes existing and still being used and it's coming it came back to light i guess because the viking shows and stuff like that people are all interested in getting the runes but it's, it's good to see people actually take the time and study the traditional aspects of the runes and what they actually mean and 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 not just use it as a as a a vanity piece know know what you're writing know what you're writing down for symbols and runes is multi-layered too compared to tarot with the runes instead of just learning the face value of the runes and the keywords for divination you could take off the layers of that cosmic onion and get deeper into it, which is what i have with rune magic um in 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 rune studies and stuff like that where you realize that each rune has an energy flow and with my daily practice i've gotten into doing rune yoga and and doing the symbols of the runes and and concentrating facing north or east the energy flowing through the open palm of your hands from the chthonic levels through your feet coming up or coming from your head from from the heavens above it's it's all linked in and it's also links in with the cosmolo- cosmology of the Nordic belief system of the tree Yggdrasil, the world tree, and the nine worlds that are attached to it as well too. That was a mouthful.
2: <laughs> you can tell how passionate he is. <laughs> right,
0: there's so much more I could talk about. This. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> no, that's actually why I wanted to have you guys back on to talk more in depth about what you guys do and explain some things to people that might not know what things are about, especially like... If- you do deal so much with the ruins it's like some people might not understand what they're about or how to use them exactly either so what would you recommend to somebody that wants to get started in ruins and how to start reading them themselves besides coming maybe like a workshop that you teach them at
0: i, I do teach a workshop and i teach it live it's a two-hour workshop um the time of this recording i have it coming up next saturday but i do know when this video comes out it'll be it'll be over but i am i do plan on doing this workshop twice a year live it's a two-hour workshop intro to runes there's also a link on my website at RebelStarDivination.com where people could watch the replay version of it. you, you pay you can actually pay to watch the replay which will be cheaper than my live and also too when you take the workshop you get a 39 page pdf file of cheat sheets book recommendations even music recommendations to get yourself absorbed into the feeling into that nordic scandinavian feel of artists that do sing in, in the original language, and that too, and sing about the runes to give that give you that whole vibe. With the workshop, you get the download sheets. If it come for books, I mean, let me go on my book pile here. <laughs> if people want to get into runes, there's two or three books I could recommend. The first one is Taking Up the Runes by Diana Paxson. That's a really good book to get into. Also. Mm, the book of food by edred thorson so those two books right there will get you on the right path and learning more about the ruins and seeing how deep it goes besides just the face value of of, of the runes and the symbols
2: right because that's what i mean like most people look at ruins and they see these little symbols and they might not understand what they mean or how to work with them right so they might need a base point where to start from and how to start learning how to use them so
0: exactly if anybody has any questions Um, even if they're not planning on taking any workshops, they just want to ask questions about ruins. They could contact me through my website or through my social media pages on Instagram or Facebook. And I'm more than happy to uh, answer their questions and help them out.
2: And same for you, Christine, have you been working on any other special projects uh, lately that you'd like to talk about?
1: It's just been the the Etsy shop. It's just, yeah, I'm really excited about that because I want other ways that I can support people and just sort of help them. So, you know, maybe people are a little nervous about getting a reading or, you know, maybe they don't want rake or anything like that. It's just a way I can just help as many people as I can because I just I really feel that like in my heart and soul, I just want to be able to support people and help them and help people connect to the wisdom and magic within themselves and just know how amazing they are.
2: That's amazing. Thank you so much for you taking both your time out and joining us on haunting live again it was wonderful to reconnect and uh have you guys talk a little bit about what you do with uh hermit and the high priestess so thank you guys so much for being on thank you trevor for having us on. miss one of our episodes replay your episodes on rhode island broadcasting wednesdays at 10 p.m est show your support for haunting live by supporting our broadcast partner rhode island broadcasting find them on youtube The paranormal can happen at any time, so that's why our Etsy store is always open. Get your paranormal items from cleansing to protection to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live.